the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Israel, warm and cozy. Juju boo boo, come and get the moo moo. Juju boo boo, come and get the moo moo. It's interesting. Um, All right, ready to go? Yeah. All right, that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. With us is Edward Larson. Juju Moo Moo, come and get the boo boo. Juju (laughs) Moo Moo, come and get the boo boo. What's the boo boo? The boo boo is a cut. Uh, you it's a su- cut. You suck the blood. Uh huh. The juju is just good feelings. You're hanging out. Oh, the sure. Is, the moomoo's a cow. Of course. Yeah, and then you then you get cut from the cow, and you got to suck it up. So good feelings. Come and get the cow and suck my cut. Yep. That's nice. <laughs> I guess that makes some sense. Speaking of cows, Marcus Parks, uh, for the entire week. Yeah. You were in Texas. I was in Texas, man, from Tuesday until about 7.30 this morning. You look amazing. Thank you. Look you look bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Alexis, Texas? Yeah, I've been fucking a porn star. <laughs> Alexis, days. Texas. Oh, my God. And for, if, if anyone doesn't know the reference that Ed Larson just made, Alexis, Texas is the greatest porn star that's ever existed. And even if you have a phobia or dislike jacking off to white women having sex with black men, get over it. Because she is the best. And she tends to do quite a bit with the African-American community. She's a community organizer. I will watch anybody who's the best at anything. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. I don't care who she's banging. But you know, Eddie, some people have a phobia about that with porn. Some guys don't like to watch Asian guys. Some mm-hmm. guys don't like to watch black guys. I'm looking at the girl. I don't care what color the cock is that's going inside of her. What do I you like, think? I like looking at white guys. You like the white guy? Because I like to pretend it's me. Well, is the, you're looking at morbidly obese hairy men or something fucking these chicks? Sometimes. So you watch a lot of that casting couch. Got no problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> casting couch, by the way, if you guys don't know the porn reference, it is a, it should be illegal. Yeah, fake casting agents. It's fake casting agents, and I found out this is actually, it's real. Yeah. And I don't know what sort of, uh, you know, uh, forms these women are signing, uh, but they must be just giving their souls away. They say they will fuck on tape. That's it. And that's yeah. all they need. It's all written mm-hmm. in crayon so they can understand it and shit like that. <laughs> That's amazing. But, uh, Marcus, when you were in Texas, not Alexis, Texas, actual state of Texas, you were you were able to shoot some guns off, huh? Oh, fuck yeah, man. I got to shoot a forty four Magnum. Mm. Is that the one that Bronson used? Was it, Dirty Eddie? Harry. Yeah. Oh, Dirty Harry. Dirty was, Harry. Oh, my God, great. it was a kick. Oh, it was, such, it was my granddad's old gun. Great. And my uncle showed my seven-year-old niece how to load it. Oh, yeah. that's not going to lead to any future <laughs> homicide. No, man, yeah. you're supposed to teach kids how to use guns. That way yeah. they actually know the effect of them and know how to use them and, you know, are, that's, are that's scared what he said. of them. That's what he said. He's like, you never know. Someday you might be in a situation where you need to load a forty four Magnum clip. Let's well, say I don't the- let you go out on prom night and you want to shoot me in the head. That would be a time you could do it. <laughs> yeah. It's more of just to like make sure they know what they're doing with them so they're not curious about them. Yeah. That's a good point. Oh, uh, she's terrified of them too. Yeah. yeah. Should be. It's a 45 Magnum. Yeah. And how about your... a, it is a fucking it is insane gun to shoot. And I also got to shoot a 22 Luger. Okay. Uh, which is a nice that's Nazi the... that's a Nazi gun. So you got the Nazi gun and the dirty hairy gun. You mm. really got the white man experience over there, huh? <laughs> yeah. No Mac 10s. No Mac 10s. We didn't get bring out the AR-15 this time. Ah, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, they're not fashionable these days. Oh yeah, they're taking a hit. They're <laughs> yeah, taking yeah, a yeah, big, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You um, you loaned it out. <laughs> there was a. Did you give it to an African American fellow who might have been traveling to Washington D.C., Marcus? 
It wasn't an AR-15. That was a shotgun. But uh, all right. But you feel like a man, and you and you feel refreshed. And oh, it's great. I shot, I shot the guns. My uh, my lady shot the guns. Oh, we that got, must have been hot to watch oh your my girl god. shoot a gun. I've got pictures of them. Oh my god, it's wonderful. Mm, that's Women good. Uh, in Tallahassee, that was always a surefire get laid. Whenever I brought the brought a girl to the gun range with my AK, yeah. Definitely got laid that night. Yeah. That's I, amazing. Yeah, that sounds great. I got laid last night. It was wonderful. The love affair of the gun is completely understandable, and I totally, if I was a woman, I would bang you, Eddie, if I saw you at a shooting range shooting a goddamn semi <laughs> I mean, the sad thing is he never actually had a gun. He would just go to the shooting yard and mime like he had a gun and say that. And be like, yeah. I hit all the targets. Be like, okay, Mr. Ed, it's time for you to leave now. See, when, but when you just do that, you're allowed to drink. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Do they serve beer at shooting ranges? Not the one I was at. Mine was just like a big field. But it, but yeah. it is. Uh, it wouldn't be. Uh, it wouldn't be uncommon though. It would probably be very uncommon. Okay. I don't know if you shoot on your own land where the government can't tell you what to do. That's right. You get as drunk as you want and shoot guns. That's right. Did, were you wasted when you shot the guns? I was about four or five beers in, so not wasted, but enough. feeling good. Feeling you, good. You Trigger just, happy. Yeah, oh, very yeah. definitely trigger happy. Was there somebody you had in mind when you were pulling the trigger? No. Don't say me. <laughs> that's not allowed. No. Was it shooting in the side of a mountain? <laughs> ah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, well, let's get to our first news story. It involves bullying and the uh, bizarre I- irony of bully uh, treatment. Anti-bullying initiatives have become standard at schools across the country, but a new UT Arlington study finds that students attending those schools may be more likely to be a victim of bullying than children at schools without such programs. And Eddie nailed this. As soon as Marcus read the uh, headline before, uh, Ed said it's because you teach kids how to bully. Yeah. That's all these classes are doing. It's a class teaching you how to be a bully. Right. And like, what is bullying? And like, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. funny when they said that. You know what? I'm going to go pull that kid's fucking pants over yeah, his ears. Yeah. Exactly. It's like this whole time, you know, I've been pulling Tom's pants down. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think to pull him up. Thank God I had this bully class where I learned how to fully... Fully terrify my classmates. I mean, we're not. You joking. better not fucking text a secret number. I know what it is. <laughs> right? How dumb would the bully be who got a C in this class? You know, you imagine you're the best bully in school and you still can't get an A in bully class. Yeah, I mean, we ain't joking here. Uh, the lead researcher said one possible reason for this is that the students who are victimizing their peers have learned the language from these anti-bullying campaigns and programs. Of course. The schools with interventions say you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. But through the programs, the students become highly exposed to what a bully is and they know what to do or say when questioned by parents or teachers. I mean, I, I would assume they would probably have lectures on how to swirly properly, how to yeah. Really get in the brain of an inferior child. If oh, is that does that boy seem a little feminine? You might want to call him gay because there's a chance that he might be. Things like that. Man, there's always gonna be bullies. Of course. Yeah. Why would there not be bullies? I mean, I feel like bullies. If there's no bullies in a school, mm-hmm. then what's the fucking point of sending children there? And the odds you are- gotta regulate. Make kids scared. goddammit. Well, you gotta make kids have a challenge in life so then they can overcome it. Without the bully, I mean, I was quite bullied growing up uh, in a lot of different kinds of ways, and that gave me the drive and the motivation to become a total smartass, and that leads to where we are today. Yeah. You know, it's very important. It's an important experience to feel uh, victimized, and then you can stand up for yourself and punch them in the face. Mm-hmm. But of course, Senator Ed Larson. Yes. How you doing, America? <laughs> Salute to you too. Doing fine now. Now that we're underneath your wing, you were a you were a defender of the kids who were bullied. You were a bully beatdown kind of guy. Yes, absolutely. That was your whole role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But usually, sometimes you find out. Like I, I remember one time, I stuck up for this kid who was getting bullied. 
he uh he got pegged in the back of the head with a piece of paper, and so I went up and grabbed the piece of paper and I took it and I pegged the bully in the face with it. Nice. I was like, how's that fucking feel? How does it feel? Not two, good. Two days later, that same little douchebag I stuck up for grabbed my friend's ass, some chick, and I had to go like rough him up. I was like, what am I? <laughs> oh, it's a like, vicious the, cycle, that was, like, Eddie. The last time I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done helping people. That's right. That's that's what's wrong. And on a, on a more macro level, that's why American interventionism uh, never works out. No, nope. you never know who the good guy is. I mean, that's the thing. Skunkhead. Skunkhead's yeah. the good guy. No, he was the. He was. The, I mean, he's the, the name of the the name of your bully in your school. No, was no, skunkhead? no, no. The kid who got hit, the, the kid who was being bullied. Why did they call him Skunkhead? Because he had a streak down the middle of his head. And why wasn't he the coolest guy at school? Because he, I guess he's greasy, sticky, you know, ugly, couldn't talk right. I guess I just live in a John Hughes 1980s universe because I feel like Skunkhead is the bully. Yeah, doesn't that sound like a bully? That when you're like a wiry little thing just yeah. greasy skunk isn't a powerful animal but skunk head well no the skunk is a powerful animal i mean its stench alone repels any predator i mean it's a powerful beast Don't it's you- not a powerful beast it's a stinky beast <laughs> it's a stinky but no but the power but the power lies in its stench see i like the skunk smell i uh, you like it yeah kind of smells like weed sometimes yeah yeah really yeah skunk weed is that mm. where the term comes from yes sir yeah interesting now, if i run over a skunk i'm not too upset but don't you no. have to bathe in, like, tomatoes and milk or something? If you get sprayed directly. But if you just run it over, it's going to smell skunky for about 10 minutes, and then it airs out, and you're fine. I feel you like just we... had a pleasant little detour to Skunkland. To Skunkland. I just, you know, I think we've been... We don't, we don't talk about the skunk enough. How amazing is that? What do you mean? This animal lifts its tail, and it just projectiles an anti-Febreze. Out of its fucking ass. Out of its ass. It's disgusting. It sharts all over everything. I mean, what a brilliant defense mechanism. If I was ever sprayed by a skunk, I would imagine you you have to then stomp it to death, right? (laughs) No, you gotta run. (laughs) I mean, you would want to, but I don't think you can because you're so uh, oppressed by the odor. I mean, you gotta get out of there. I mean, I mean, I'm already stinky for days. I might as well fucking get some revenge. Well, the skunk might be upset with you and get out of there. Probably go take a tomato bath itself. Be like, oh, I got edited all over me. It smells absolutely awful. <laughs> I think tie it to a wo- tree and just fucking piss and <laughs> shit all over it. Eddie, are you uh, shitting on that skunk again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a bully beatdown kind of guy. <laughs> Taking out the skunk of the forest. I'll be right back. I gotta go pee on the skunk. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's still doing that. Hey, where's Eddie oh, at? Man. Oh, yeah, he's getting revenge on nature. Yeah, yeah Thank yeah. you, Ed. I don't know. He might still be alive. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. How far can a skunk shoot that stuff? Far enough, man. Five uh, feet, as ten far as feet? Three meters, ten feet. That's Woo! great. Yeah. Well, and it's an anal scent gland. It's an anal scent gland. Yeah. Okay. I got a couple of those. It's oh, one yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> There's uh, two glands, one on each side of the anus, and the glands produce a mixture of sulfur-containing chemicals such as theols, traditionally, tradition, traditionally called right. mercaptans, which We're have trying. a highly offensive smell. So what we've learned here is if you're getting bullied in school, don't shower for a month, smell terrible, and no one will come near you. Use odor as your defense. True. No, It's possible. No. The odor is strong enough to ward off bears. That's right, and bears smell bad by themselves. Stinky kids get hit. Kids don't be stinky. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, don't I don't listen know. to Ben. Were you a stinky kid? <laughs> no, I wasn't, and I never got beat. Well... You know, I wasn't a stinky kid, and I got beat quite regularly, so I would assume maybe if I had a little bit more of a musty smell, I might Nobody have been left alone. Touch you? Yeah, I think that that's actually true. If you are so disgusting and, uh, you know, so filthy, you don't get bullied physically. You get mocked behind your back, and, of course, you're not going to be having sex. You get sex mocked or... to your face as well. Oh, maybe occasionally to your face. Always to your face. <laughs> Always to your face. What stinks? 
Oh, yes. What's the smell? <laughs> Stinky Steve. Oh, yeah. okay. That's true. Or Skunk Skunkhead. What was the What was the guy's first name? Who gives a fuck? Skunkhead something. <laughs> I think it was Jason. Skunkhead Jason. Yeah. I the still only- think he could have parlayed that into being the coolest kid at school. But Yeah, the only animals that regularly attack the skunk are uh, dogs and owls. Because Uh-oh. owls have a very poor sense of smell, and they don't give a fuck. Hell yeah. Interesting. I love owls, man. Owls are great. They're a badass animal. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, I guess that's the uh, that's the owl's defense against the skunk, the uh, inability to smell. Is their that's... only serious predator. That's Nothing else fucks with them. I Why would it. you? It's a fucking stinky animal. <laughs> it's a stinky animal, and I can't imagine. Can you eat skunk meat? Does skunk meat itself smell? Would you? Uh, would you know, begin man. to? Would I you fart like... like a skunk if you uh, ate skunk meat? No, I don't want to eat any animal that's got extra anal glands. Does, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. You definitely don't want the rump of it. It's illegal to keep a skunk as a pet in some states. Which states are those? I don't know. Some of them, though. Probably, some. probably yeah, not yeah, yeah. Texas. I would say New York State, most likely. Probably. Maybe Maryland as well. They have a bunch of money over there. Ed informed us that Maryland uh, has the most money, most has the most per money. household income seventy one thousand dollars per household seventy one thousand dollars and Mississippi and Mississippi is on the other side with thirty six thousand dollars. Ah, not exactly nailing it. It really is burning. That's interesting. <laughs> How do you burn mud? I don't know. <laughs> He's going to put some oil on top of it. We can skunk it over there to grease out his hair. Man, Bring it's, that out. it's so weird that it's like the, they're the most racist and obviously they're the most broke. Oh, of course. In yeah, Maryland, poverty breeds racism. Maryland's pretty pr- uh, progressive. Progressive, yeah. yeah. I would say it's still racist, though. Whites. Yeah. Full of whites. You know, a different kind of racist. I think the black a people positive hate kind of racist. a lot of black people in Maryland. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Baltimore. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, naturally. We were just discussing uh, a fellow here. He's uh, cleaning out the studio. He's a wonderful name, uh, fella named Lupe. He was a uh, crime scene investigator uh, in Not Baltimore. Not investigator. He was a crime scene cleanup guy. Oh, a cleanup guy. Yeah. and yeah. A, no, Oh, that's it, great. So he got to be in the same room, but he didn't have to have that pesky education. <laughs> he still got to see all those sweet dead bodies. It was all just dead bodies. He'd do uh, homicides, he'd do suicides, he'd do old people who just died. He was just a dead body removal guy. Yeah. That's great. Just working exclusively in dead bodies. No, we found some more toes over here. You get over, uh, pick these up. <laughs> I got it. I'm on it. That's great. That's great. Well, speaking of dead bodies and corpses, obviously when it comes down to bullying, a lot of people try to have this uh, bizarre, they try to tie it to video games. And, of course, Grand Theft Auto V just came out, and uh, people are trying to make a spurious relationship between this and uh, and school violence. Marcus, what are these psychopaths saying? I feel like Grand Theft Auto is awesome because it's an outlet. You know, you get it like you get it out. You don't have to go do this stuff in real life because you get to play you get to play the video game and go do it. And you get to go go wake up and be a normal person because you get all this evil juju out of you. Juju again. Yeah. I like juju. I like it. Yeah. I I like it. I was watching Holden McNeely from the round table of gentlemen and of course uh, my notorious roommate, uh, he's been playing the game quite regularly, and it really doesn't teach you how to kill. It teaches you how to be a terrible driver. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because there's no uh, recourse when you just smash the shit out of a bunch of cars. Mm-hmm. I but- saw that mission where uh, you have where you go to the strip club and you have to like touch the stripper when the when the bouncer's not looking. Oh, is that a, that's a mission? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I've been doing that before this video game ever existed. This totally disproves the whole idea that it also causes violence. Well, Eddie, you get killed in this game, right? Yes, yes. You, you oh, can, this is right. You can kill me in Grand Theft Auto V. Let's yeah. clarify this. So Ed Larson, he's a superstar, of course, from Comedy Central's The Burn. Mm. From a series of other wonderful programs. Big you, time living. 
big time living. We're all doing great over here. We weren't just discussing our Chase bank account uh, numbers. Um, by the way, I just want to say this. I'm broke. And uh, Chase Bank, every time you have less than $50 in your account, which I obviously have, they let you know on a daily basis that uh, it's, a, it's, called a, uh, it's, a, it's an alert mm-hmm. that I'm poor. And I wake up and I say, Chase, I'm on it. I got this. I know what you're telling me. No need for you to be on top of my finances like that. But you're a wealthy man, Eddie, because you were the star of a uh, Grand Theft Auto V. What, what character do you play? I'm a biker. I play three different bikers. Two awesome. that talk, one that just runs and shoots a gun and jumps in a van. That's amazing. What, what, uh, what's your dialogue all about? I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it. Why not? I don't know. I think I, I, think, uh, I was sworn to secrecy. I, they made me sign out this paperwork. No, the game is out, though. I'm sure you can talk about it now. Well, I play a biker outside of a trailer. I guess that's the best I could do. Did you? I don't know. I, I, I feel like if I fuck this up, I may never get another rock star job again. It was the coolest thing I ever did. Well, well let's not. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll agree with Eddie on this one. All right. That's fine. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know bad enough to kick Eddie out of rock star. No, yeah, I yeah, definitely yeah. don't. But either way, okay. I'm so a biker, I, you know. Uh, and it's your body, right? It's my body, not my face. But it is my body and okay. my voice, uh, and you strangle me. So you know what he sounds like, you know what he looks like, and uh, you get a chance to strangle him in Grand Theft Auto Five. So go out there and buy the game, and uh, and write into Rockstar and be like, I need to strangle more fat Eddies. And if you don't have a bunch of fat Eddies in Grand Theft Auto Six, I ain't buying it. Man, kill the fuck out of me. I'm a bad guy. That's right. You know, you I believe gotta... you're a rapist in the game, aren't you? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't I w- know if it's necessarily a rapist. Okay. It's just overly friendly. <laughs> well, it's kind of a nice way to put it. Ariel Castro, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. You know? Too nice. Too nice. Too nice. Too nice. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't care ever. Got himself into trouble being yeah, too nice. All he's trying to do is just trying to give people a place to live. Right, sure. Yeah, he's trying to raise a child in this fucked up America. You know? <laughs> and the government <laughs> comes in and tells him how to live his life. That's right, Marcus. God damn it, Big man. government. I mean, really, Ariel Castro is just guilty of having a bad air in Airbnb. You know? Just a- <laughs> Come on. So the government is regulating now, so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, it, but that is interesting, though. It's it's really the idea that this game causes violence. That's what causes the violence. It's the same thing with, like, a, it's like a, it's like a movie review, you know? Yeah. It's like when you go and you watch a movie and you're like, I thought it was pretty good, and then you re- read a review from somebody who hates it or a Yelp review or something like that from a restaurant, and you're like, you know what, well, maybe it's a point. Maybe that was a shitty fucking movie. Maybe- Anyone who gets set off and, like, watches, plays Grand Theft Auto and it makes them, like, go... Pretend to be Grand Theft Auto. By the way, if you're in Grand Theft Auto, if you're really into playing it, you don't have time to murder. That game is very consuming yeah. of your of your time. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, what better way to kill a woman than in a video game? You can't That's the do, best way to do it. Yeah, no prison time. You you do it in real life, everything's fucked. Oh, you're done. You know, you, yeah. you do it in the video game, and hey, guess what? Everything's fine. Well, you, I think you get money for it. Yeah, you get rewarded, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there in a second for dinner, Mom. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Good mother and a good father who got their uh, child Grand Theft Auto Five when the, God, I can't know. wait for my little cousins to kill me. Yeah, I'm so excited. Do they, and they know you're in the game. Oh yeah, I might just buy it for them. I don't think they're allowed to play it, but fuck it. Oh, it's fine. I mean, it is a violent ass game, but oh, you know, there's man. nothing more fun than shooting just a bunch of police officers. It's a pretty great cathartic feeling, you know. Kids need more tits. Kids need more tits. Yeah, there's tits in the game. Oh, are there? Oh, yeah. Pixelated tits. There's a lot of tits in that game. Really? Okay. Well, that sounds exciting. Everyone loves tits. Do you jack off to the video game tits? I mean, there's some people do. Back in the day, I used to jack off to the tits in Duke Nukem. Oh, oh, all right. That makes sense. I mean, 
But now there's Duke so Nukem, much In Duke Nukem 3D, you know, I was like 12, 13. Yeah. In Duke Nukem 3D, you could uh, walk up to the strippers in the strip club, and you could hand give them a dollar and go, come on, baby, and they'd open up their shirt. They'd jiggle their titties. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now you're shooting guns in Texas. Yeah. So think about that. I mean, he was doing that back then, too. Well, I blame Duke Nukem. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to a real-life murder spree and the actual... Uh, an actual horrific story that has nothing to do with Grand Theft Auto V or video games, although the media is attempting to uh, tie the uh, the recent massacre in the Navy Yard to video games. Alexis, uh, let's see here. His name is Aaron Alexis. The Washington Navy Yard gunman Aaron Alexis played violent video games, including Call of, du- Call of Duty, for up to 16 hours at a time, and friends believe it could have pushed him towards becoming a mass murderer. He was in the military. That's who taught him to shoot. How are they possibly trying to uh, convince us that video games taught this man how to murder? He's a former military man. I'm fairly certain that's where he learned how to fucking massacre a bunch of people. Alexis, 34, who was shot dead on Monday after killing 13 people at Washington's Navy Yard, also... Also carried a 45 caliber handgun tucked in his trousers with no holster everywhere he went because he believed people would try to steal his belongings. It's a good way to shoot your dick off, though. No holster. That's a ballsy man, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I think that uh, it's interesting, though, when, when this story broke. First of all, the cops were apparently there in like seven, it was like five to seven minutes. He went in, started shooting some people. He was above ground. He was on some sort of bridge situation. He just like showered down on him with this shotgun. And apparently the cops were there relatively quickly, but it still took him an, uh, took an hour to kill this guy. And the original reports were that there was two people. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, this- At one point, they said three people. Three yeah. people, two or three people. And now none of that's being discussed whatsoever. And no one- ever officially said that there wasn't two people. It was the same thing in uh, at Sandy Hook. They said originally yeah. that there were two people, and then they eventually said there wasn't. It's very interesting stuff. Yeah, very What's, what's the conspiracy theory going on there? Well, the conspiracy Multiple theory... Multiple people. Well, the conspiracy theory about a lot of these mass shootings is that all the people who were killed were actors, and then right. the actual victims are still alive somewhere. Most of the people that were killed were actually sort of... They were all... <laughs> the look on true. Eddie's face right now. Eddie doesn't believe it. Eddie doesn't believe it. Yeah, there's, a, there's, this, there's these fucking ridiculous websites that show people that were uh, at each... Like, people that were at Aurora talking on the news that were also at Sandy Hook talking on the news that they vaguely look alike, but Whites not look really. Whites look, pr- look pretty similar. People and, look similar. Yeah, and they're, uh, the conspiracy theorists say that these are actors paid by the government to participate in these false flag operations that are designed to take away our guns Which, so when the government rises up, we will right. not be able to defend ourselves against Obama's black ghetto military that is being trained in Detroit and Chicago right now. I think this is the first time I'm actually offended. Yeah. No, I would love... I would love if Obama had a black ghetto military in Detroit. That's the conspiracy theory. I'm not shitting you. These are the conspiracy theories that these people have. God damn, man. That's insane, these fucking idiots. Yeah. I think this guy shut up the place because he had a woman's name. Alexis? <laughs> yeah, I guess That's so. his, his last name, though. Yeah, you can't, oh. you can't choose your last name. I yeah, guess you can't really choose your first name. His first name is Aaron. That's which is also a lady's name. It's a lady's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. go either Two lady way. first names. So this guy went in there, he just said, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to drive him to kill. It's not video games. Well, friends it's bad said he, parenting when it comes to naming. Friends said he appeared to have a chilled personality and enjoyed watching American football on television. He spent last Christmas Day singing karaoke and bursting into Elvis Presley's Can't Help Falling in Love. That's sweet. He sounds like a nice guy. 
I mean, he's a total psychopath. The uh, he killed a bunch of people in the uh, in IT, right? It was all it was all tech people because apparently that was well. Where, they're very aggravating. Very. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you want to kill like you know the slowest people in the office, I suppose you go to the uh, to the uh, IT room. Um, but it is it is interesting how he even got in there. Apparently, the military hadn't uh, what they hadn't uh, he was rid of his clearance. Yet? He was working as a, an hourly independent contractor, and he had security okay. clearance. He had uh, finished the job, and they uh, just hadn't wiped him out yet. Hadn't wiped him out of the system yet. That's great. Yeah, he figured it out. He did. I mean, he, it's not great, but you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty yeah, bad. I mean, he shot fifteen, killed Damn. twelve of them. Damn. I mean, that's a. Mm. Shot 15, killed 12. Pretty high odds there. And Because he got, first he uh, shot, he just went in with the automatic shotgun, yeah. and then he uh, shot a guard first, and then he took the guard's handgun. How many shotgun uh, shells can you hold that's in what, a clip? That, that's what I was thinking. Like I 12, was, right? I thought it was two. Depend- am, I, am I dumb? I, I uh, that's a, that's just two. a double barrel shotgun. Okay. And, uh, like an automatic shotgun. I mean, you can fit eight, 12 in there. Okay. That's yeah. insane, man. So he must have been reloading a couple of times, though, right? Probably a I mean, couple times. I mean, he also he used the handgun and he used the uh, shotgun. And no AR-15. And with a, but with a Man, shot. the media wanted this to be an AR-15. They wanted it to be. A, that was the so first, they, all of the first yeah. reports. AR-15, AR-15. So this guy's quite the marksman with a shotgun. Well, He's, with a shotgun, the accuracy is doesn't not. Doesn't matter so It much. doesn't really matter Oh, yeah, all. you just start spraying that fucker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you'll just fucking, you get close enough, they're just fucking hamburger. It's like the E-Honda of guns. Of course, I'm referring to Street Fighter. <laughs> If you remember E Honda, he's a big fat monster. But when he gets his hands moving, he hits everything. I mean, all the people that he killed, they were all in there. They were between forty-two all and seventy-six. Yeah. Oh, what a piece no. of shit! Yeah, forty-six got... and seventy-three. Yeah, he wasn't getting the youngest of the bunch. That's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. they all got out of there. Yeah, Half they... of these guys were sleeping. Yeah, I mean, hell, IT. I mean, what do you got to be doing all day? Michael Arnold, screen. Sylvia Frazier, Kathy Gard, John w- Johnson, John Johnson, like John, John Johnson, Johnson, not bad. Frank Kohler, Vishnu Pandit, Kenneth Bernard Proctor, Arthur Daniels. Arthur you know what Daniels. the worst part about this is? When you guys were talking about the DC shooter earlier, I was like, yeah, but that was so long ago. Why was Obama talking about it? I forgot right. that this is another a different DC shooter. That's how yeah. much it happens. <laughs> That's how so, common it's it is. So crazy, man. How many? I Since can't... 2009, there's we're averaging one. Uh, spree killing or mass murder a month. Yeah. So we're nailing it. It's more than that. It, well, it's it's on average once a month since 2009. Of course, Barack was elected in 2008, so I can't uh, see him really fall, uh, fulfilling the conspiracy theory that he's taken away our guns on account that our guns seem to be used better and better uh, than ever before. Let's see here. How would you even go about taking away the guns? You, you don't take ha- the guns. It's not going to happen. No one's ever taken away guns. People love their guns. Uh, throughout the uh, throughout this year, since January, uh, February was the only month without a mass shooting. Black History and- Month. <laughs> oh, interesting. I wonder in, if that has something to do with it. In January, there were two. Uh, combined nine. Uh, in March, there was uh, one. Four people were killed. In okay. April, there were three. Uh, with uh, 13 killed overall. In we May. got Valentine's Day in April, I believe. So that might have Valentine's Day is in February. February. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't had a girlfriend in years. Uh, in May, there's a, there was two. In June, there was one. In July, there was two. In August, there were three. And in September so far, there have been two. Hey, Man. all right. Well, there's still nine days left. So bring out your guns <laughs> and go to the mall. Man, they were all over the place, too. They were yeah. all over the country. The majority of them, strangely enough, the majority of them are in the like northeast and uh, midwest. Oh, all right. Well, there's what? one in uh, Miami. It looks like. Uh, Halea. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that a nice place in Miami? No. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of mass shooting. I don't even think you'd call it a mass shooting as much as it's just like target practice. Yeah, it's a <laughs> night in Chicago. Oh, my God, man. 13 people Again, shot. Again, like the second night in a row. There was 19 total in one, and just in the south side, in a section of a city. Yeah. 19 people were shot in one night. Yeah. Good God. It's not good. Holy shit, man! I was. That's I, where Obama was a senator it. from, and now he's the president. And every mm-hmm. goddamn month, we have a goddamn mass shooting. So, I don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> he's soft on crime, soft on mass murder, soft on penis. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, uh, there's. Let's some... go to Nairobi, Kenya, too. There was just a mass shooting over there as well. Oh, a bunch of yeah. Al Qaeda members, the people we just gave all the weapons to in Syria. They decided to shoot up them all. They did, did indeed. It, so, but I heard it was Somalians that were shooting up the mall. It could be Somalians. Yep. Uh, well, uh, Kenyan security forces launched a major assault late Sunday on the upscale Nairobi Mall, where an unknown number of hostages are being held by Al Qaeda linked militants. So they I are s- Somali. Can uh, I still uh, shop? No, no, you're a hostage. <laughs> eh, but uh, can I still go to the Orange Julius? That'd be great. In a uh, in upscale Kenyan mall, so it's just like, just no, it's like. It's not made of straw. Yeah, that's nice. It's like the Corn Palace in South Dakota. It's an operation that officials said would end the two-day standoff that had already killed 68 people. The assault, which began shortly before Fuck. sundown, nailing it. came as two helicopters so- circled the mall with one skimming very close to the roof. A loud explosion rang far larger than any previous grenade blast or volley. Kenyan police said on Twitter that a major assault by security forces was ongoing in the two-day siege. They the said... Kenyan police are tweeting during yeah, all this? I guess, yeah. Kenya's, well, this is a great thing to live tweet. I'm going to get a bunch of followers. Kenya's disaster operations center said on Twitter, this will end tonight. Our forces will prevail. Kenyans are standing firm against aggression, and we will win. You're tweeting. They're tweeting. You're just tweeting. You're not fighting. You're not doing anything right. Yep. And it's an Israeli-Kenyan uh, joint force now because well, a lot of businesses within the mall are uh, owned by Israelis. I just want to know uh, what video games they're playing in Somalia. You know, <laughs> What yeah. caused this kind of violence? That's what I want to know. Oh, I guess Grand Theft Auto 1, the original, where it was still the uh, helicopter shot or the airplane shot where you just ran around and sprayed everybody. I loved that one. God, it's a good I, game. I, oh, I love that game so much. Definitely. Yeah, what video games are they playing there? I have no idea. What's the Google the most the most successful selling video game in Somalia? Galaga. Gal- yeah, Galaga. You think they're out of Galaga yeah, yeah, yeah. already? Pac-Man. Asteroid, maybe? Missile Command. Oh, Missile Command. That's a good one. Mm. Ooh, there's a lot of video games set in Somalia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, video games are full of violence, so that would be the place to set them. All war games. Yeah. 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 Call of Duty, three, two Call of Duty games, a Command and Conquer game, a Medal of Honor game, mm-hmm. and so these Army guys are- of Two. Army of Two. These guys are rocking 68 murders right now. Obvious lunatics uh, linked to Al-Qaeda. I mean, you wonder, are they going to come out just like wearing a bunch of like Kelvin Klein? Are they are they in there just dressing real nice and shit like that? I mean, if you're in a mall, this is sort of a uh, Dawn of the Dead situation uh, where you can go and you can just kind of uh, have, have the run of the place. I'm sure there's some Somali Al-Qaeda member in there right now just on a skateboard, rolling through the halls, having the time of his life. I guarantee it. Why not? 
Might as well, I suppose. I read a, a short a interview already. from a New York Times reporter that was a block away when the shooting started. And, of course, he's a – or not a reporter. He's a photographer. Yeah. And just ran right in there and started taking pictures. And he said – So in, he ran into the mall. He ran into the mall. He's been in as Afghanistan. He's on, been in Iraq. He's been in firefights. He says the most terrifying thing he's ever been a part of. And, he get, and now he he's got, out. And he got – the pictures that I saw that he took of the uh, – of the – Kenyan soldiers. Yeah, every single one of them looks shit your pants terrified. Like these, the, the, so these the are soldiers not, look. Terrified. These are not brave soldildiers. These Kenyans, like, they are not putting on a brave face. They just look fucking. I mean, because they're going up against Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda's for real. Yeah, the Kenyan soldiers. I mean, I can't imagine that their government. Uh you know, has fed them that this well. This isn't even real Al-Qaeda. This is uh, Somali Al-Qaeda. No, Somalia's been badass Al-Qaeda for a while now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've even talked about going into Somalia doing, mil- uh, Somalia doing military operations. Yeah, Didn't we go into Somalia at some point in well, the we 90s? Went to, we had to go kill all the pirates. Yeah. That was well, recently with the well, kidnaps. Well, wasn't uh, Black Hawk Down, wasn't that Somalia? It might have been Somalia. Yeah. Could have been. No, yeah. we've been, we've had, a bit, we got a bit of a history with these guys. Yeah, either way. So there's a bunch of people stuck in a mall in Kenya, which, you know. You go there to shop, and sometimes you just stay for a couple of days and enjoy the atmosphere. These guys are called Al-Shabaab. As long as they don't shoot up the one potato, two potato. (laughs) You know? Leave the one potato, two potato alone. What's a one potato, two potato? One potato, two potato? You never had it? It's a potato place. It's it's one potato, two... No, it's any... It's just baked potatoes. It's It's baked baked potatoes. Sure, you can get them French fried if you want them deep fried. We had uh, boardwalk boardwalk fries. Oh, no, no. Those were great. You know, we got just, waffle fries from Chick Fil A. Those are the best. If you've Fucking eaten in a one yeah. potato, two potato, your life is forever changed. One potato, two potato is the greatest restaurant that's ever existed when it comes to mall fare. One potato, two potato is all the potatoes in Kenya. <laughs> that's it. Well, we have a half a potato and a one potato. Quarter potato, half potato. Don't shoot up the quarter potato, half potato over there in the, in the Kenyan mall, please. Leave the potatoes alone. Why don't they just send in a bunch of lions? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh man, this is personal. The uh, president, the Kenyan president's nephew and fian- nephew's fiance were both killed in the attack. Really? So they, yeah. What were they doing? They were just They're hanging probably out. Probably fucking targeted, man. Yeah. Most likely. Oh, but this is the other well, thing. Apparently, about- Kenya has been uh, doing. Quite- they've been fighting the rebels in Somalia for quite a while. Well, that's, now. this is what the rebuttal's sure, all about. But- yeah, that's what they. That's why they were uh, in 2011. They killed a bunch of Al Qaeda members in Somalia. And this is what this is all about. I mm-hmm. think this just furthers my idea and my my life motto, which is never go to Africa. I I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, just I'd love to, I'd love to go to Africa. Maybe a nice safari. There's a great video online. No reason. Planet Earth. Done. I've been there. <laughs> That's right. Eddie's got it all figured out. You don't have to travel. No. You, you just click on click on the old television stations. You, yeah, I get stoned on my couch and go to Africa two times a week. That's it's perfect. wonderful. That's all you need to do. Oh, no Americans dead. No Americans. Four injured. Uh, the uh, People have been listening to me. Yeah, <laughs> stay that's, out of Africa. That's why. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely, definitely stay out of the uh, the. There malls. are four million ways to die in Africa. Oh my God! Yeah, even more, even more. Kenya's president, Kenya's presidential office said that one of the attackers was arrested on Saturday and died after suffering from bullet wounds. Do you think oh, he got okay. shot before or after? He after, was definitely after. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you die? Natural causes and a bunch of bullet wounds. <laughs> but he might have had a heart attack before anyway. Yeah. But the thing is, they went into the mall. And then they said, are you a Muslim? Are you not a Muslim? And everyone who said they were a Muslim got to leave. And the idiots that said they weren't a Muslim got to stay and get murdered or be hostages right now. 
I would worship Muhammad and fucking pray five times a day. Man, it's... In it's, a heart... I would put down a prayer rug and put on a turban. I don't give a shit. If there's a gun to my head, I'm a Muslim. It's the Ghostbusters rule. If a woman asks if you're a god, you say yes. Y- yes! Yeah. Yeah. Sure! Yeah, yeah. yeah, why not? Muslim usually man. when they're asking, like, uh, they come up to you, it's like, are you Jewish? You know, it's usually like, yeah. You know, you say yeah. yes, because then you're, they're, they want to know because they're also a Jew. That's right. Yeah. They ask, are you Jewish over in Williamsburg? You say yes, they give you a free donut. Exactly. Yeah. You get a free donut, or maybe I think they have oranges as well. Mm-hmm. And they and they do a nice little prayer for you. Yeah. You know, of course, it's different. If they ask if you're a Muslim, say yes, and then they don't shoot you, mm-hmm. which yeah. is great. I mean, it's sort of better than getting a donut, yeah. not and, getting and shot. I, I'll tell you what, convert me. Do it right now. <laughs> you know, let's do it. I've been, I've been bored as shit with this Jesus yeah, character. Yeah, What's yeah, this yeah. Muhammad Are guy you all about? I'm a Muslim. I'd be willing to discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. What do I got to do? Sign me up. Is there a petition? Do I just ask? Yeah, I really don't care. How you know about what? that? Give me, <laughs> why don't you share it? Muslim. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't even I don't even like this chick in front of me in line at this goddamn mall. I'll join you. I'll shoot her. You think I care? No one cares. I mean, come on. If if someone ever asks you if you're a Muslim and they have a gun, say yes. Listen, I'm just going to, I'll be, I got to get a cheeseburger. You know, I'm going to half potato. I'm going to quarter potato, half potato right now. That's kosher. That's good. I don't understand. A lot of violence going on in the world. Mm. It's hot. It's hot and ever. That is true. And everyone's murdering everybody and. God knows. This mall is going to be tainted for quite a long time, but uh, if you can get to the mall in about five days from now, I guarantee you clearance. Oh, yeah. The oh, clearance big, sales yeah. are going to be great. Fire sale. Big Fire. time sale. Yeah. Blood sale. It's almost like there's blood all over our clothes. <laughs> all half off. It's definitely I would say more than half off. 90% off if there's a bunch of blood splattered on the clothes that you buy. It's difficult to get out. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, one final story. And uh, this one's a little bit more lighthearted. I like stories. You don't like them? No, I said I do. I like stories, too. Mm. Yeah. Marcus, tell us the story. A number of girls from Tunisia have become oh. pregnant after traveling to Syria to participate in sexual jihad. What That's a nice right. story. <laughs> this is a nice story. I, actually, I thought it was going to be the Putin story saying that Berlusconi was oh, like, oh. no, no, oh, I like this. Putin, no, no, I want to do this story. Oh, I thought you wanted to do sexual no, I, jihad. No, now I just sound like an asshole because I'm like, let's go to a nice story. And that was about Putin. I think that makes me the asshole. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. Sexual jihad. That's a good movie. This yeah. is nice. This is the best. Again, sign me up. Sexual You're telling jihad. me Muslim Summer, chicks going. 2014. Yeah. yeah. Rated R, 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 R. For pain. I mean, yeah, I I had no idea that there was such a thing as sexual jihad. I mean, this is amazing. Yep, the girls are sexually swapped between 20, 30, and 100 rebels, and they come back bearing the fruit of sexual contact. So you're telling me these guys, they don't... uh, What fruit is that, bananas? That's a banana. Something like that. (laughs) Muslims don't shed on toilets. They uh, they they hover over the hole in the ground. This yeah, they is what squat. This, this which is, true. is the correct way to shit. Which is the right way to shit. So I'm surprised that they would all be willing to have sex with just one woman. I mean, this is how powerful human sexuality is. You would think, as far as homophobic uh, individuals go, Al Qaeda members uh, are you know they're high they're 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 you know one percent. Yeah. They're like the 1% of how much they hate gays. They really don't like them. I mean, like, so it's interesting so... they would share holes. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, how they treat women is just not really a thing. Yeah. So they don't even register it, you don't think? No. In fact, in Iraq... I wouldn't want to bang a chick after one person. Not to much less 20. 90. And then who's baby? And then they all have to come inside of her because the whole point is that she's going to get pregnant, right? So, I mean, who's the father of this baby? I mean, this is we need to have a Muslim Moripovich. I need to. See, I want to see Al Qaeda 
lined up on a Mori Povich-like stage and see who is the father. I want to see a paternity test here. That would be a great goddamn episode. Oh, my God. Fuck the KKK fighting the Black Panthers. Springer live in Syria. (laughs) Springer live in Syria would be massive. (laughs) Who's the father? Uh, Well, after the sexual liaisons they have there in the name of Jihad al-Nikah, which means sexual holy war. It sounds like goobly gawk names, man. I can't even (laughs) keep up with all this shit. I mean, you know. It's a little different. What's the difference between jihad and al-Qaeda? Well, jihad is an action. Jihad is like if someone's, yeah. uh, you know, uh, offended you, then you're like, I put a jihad on you. It's a, it's a curse. For, oh, okay. But, of course, the it's curse a is curse. It's a, and it's fulfilled by you by you shooting or uh, murdering or apparently blowing and having anal sex or uh, vaginal sex with a bunch of dudes. I have an answer for your questions as far as the uh, men sharing the holes. Yeah. Jihad al-Nikah, permitting extramarital sexual relations with multiple partners, is considered by some hardline Sunni Muslim Salafists as okay. a legitimate form of holy war. And that is that is indeed the people who are the rebels over there in Syria. Mm-hmm. Tunisian's former mufti... That okay. would be the country's highest religious official. Okay. Warned earlier this year that 13 Tunisian girls were fooled into tra- traveling to Syria to offer sexual services for the rebels. And he I mean, why did they think they were going over there? He described the practice as a form of prostitution. He said for jihad in Syria, they are now pushing girls to go there. Uh-huh. 13 young girls have been sent for sexual jihad. He said, what is this? This is called prostitution. This is just a nice little caveat a man put into the Quran, isn't it? <laughs> you know? It's such a bull. It, it goes against everything that is. Uh, I doubt the religion. I seriously doubt it's in the Quran. Oh, you you don't think so? I think something this like this is just this. all made up. This, this is, is all just a pamphlet I mean, somebody yeah, passed out. I mean, out. it's just like all the religions. They all right. have the after the fact shit that they just kind of tack on to all of their holy books. It's fine. Right, right, right. Well, lucky day for the guys. Yeah. You know, lucky day when the when is the uh, though, borderline sex slaves that would be working would at rather, Dino's World over here in Brooklyn. I'd rather beat off into an ant pile. Beat off into an ant pile. Yeah, and then have sex with a woman who's been raped by 80 people. I don't know how the ants would feel, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I suppose so. I guess I would rather... I just don't know how they find this many people in the same room that want to rape somebody. They're all horned up as hell. They're all very aggressive, horny men at war. I mean, their their pheromones are going. Their testosterone's as high, uh, as high as it could possibly be. These are the people that are eating hearts. You know, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing. Yeah, They're very the Syrian intense. rebels are very intense people. This yeah. isn't, you know, this isn't make me want to not blow up Syria. No, I mean, well, you know, these are the people. <laughs> these are the people, though, that we're helping. You know, these are actually. So, if we did blow up Syria, we wouldn't even bl- be blowing up these people. I wouldn't be surprised if the CIA uh, sent half these goddamn women. Yeah. We just gave them a bunch of arms. The rebels are who we like over there. Yeah, and they're, they're all Al Qaeda, and they're the ones raping these should, sex slaves. We should have emptied out there. our female death row and sent them over there. Oh, oh well, I'll tell you one thing: that we have a chance of winning that war. Hell yeah! If we get our female death row, how many chicks are on death row right now in the United States? I'm going to say it's under twenty. Because when you put a woman to death, people get very, very upset about it. They're very on edge. They don't hey. like. They don't like the except idea. for in Tunisia, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Man, they really stopped keeping uh, control of death row after about 2010 or so. Why? I don't know. Uh, the women who have received the death penalty in Florida. Let's see here. There's been one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven, total? Eight, it's Florida. Nine, 10, 11, 12. Oh, yeah. Keep that number going. 14. 14. This is just Florida. Uh, there have been 14 executed in Florida. This They're year. Currently on death row, there's one, two, three, four women on okay. death row. 
Yeah, send yeah. him over there. 18 Anna, strong. Anna Marie Cardona was sentenced from Miami-Dade County for the torture murder of her three-year-old son. The boy was nicknamed mm. Baby Lollipops because of the T-shirt he was wearing when the police found his beaten body. Oh, I remember this story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2011. Yeah, Baby Lollipops. Yeah, Margaret Allen uh, tortured and killed her housekeeper, who she thought had stolen money from her purse. Yeah, you know. Uh, and Amelia L. Carr kidnapped and murdered her co-defendant's ex-wife. So we put a hijab on those chicks, send them over to Syria, trick them, have a couple of guys inside of them, and then let, when they snap, they can murder everybody. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to get get them from the inside. Woo. A naked man's a good man to kill. Tiffany Cole buried a couple alive. Really? really? Yeah, in Jacksonville. Married, yeah, buried them alive. A lot Woo. of extra land in Jacksonville to bury people alive. Yeah. Not so bad. Largest city in America by land. Yeah. Uh, Texas has 10 women on death row. Ah, go Texas. Mostly white women. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Send them over there. I mean, if you're in Syria, you know, God knows. I mean, I I guess when you were a rebel fighting a a government, you you probably, you know, you you get exhausted. You get lonely. You get sad. We never see that side of Al-Qaeda, you know, when they have to go home. Alone at night, the no. lights are out. They're alone in bed, kind of crying slowly. Why would you? Why would we God. see that? I don't know. Those are those are parts of humanity we'll never see. Okay, but this I'm sure is, that they're sad. This is one of the most brutal murders I've ever heard. Okay, this woman, her name is Brittany Holberg. Okay, born in '73, not Halfberg. She's the whole thing. She's got the Holberg. Holberg. Uh, she was 23 at the time of the offense. She's five five, 125 pounds. Okay, Cute little thing. Yeah, darling. Robbed and yeah, look at her. Look let's at her. See her. She's not bad. Not bad. Oh, you can't put her to death. She's not, too adorable to well, commit, let's see commit what a crime. She did. Let's see what she I did. I don't believe that she did it. I'm just gonna say it right now. I mean, she's guilty. She robbed and murdered an eighty year old man in his home. The victim was struck with a hammer and stabbed nearly sixty times. The weapons used were a paring knife, a butcher knife, a grapefruit knife, and a fork, and a lamp pole had been shoved more than five inches down his throat. I will say those Whoa. are sort of <laughs> those are kind of old man knives, though, aren't they? <laughs> Parrot knife, a grapefruit knife. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, you got to put her to death. <laughs> I mean, the lamp pole down the side. You got to get her out of here. <laughs> send her to Syria. Have her send a have her put a lamp pole down some Al Qaeda members' throats. That'll be a good idea. Well, all right, um, all right. Well, let's go to that Putin story. All right, a lot here's- of death today. It's pretty much. I know. I feel sad now. You feel sad, Eddie. Uh, what? What? What, st- what? Marcus, give us something that makes us feel good. Okay. Well, Russian President Vladimir Putin is. Is this told, a good one? This is the best I have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Russian President Vladimir Putin has told a group of journalists that people would have ignored disgraced Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi's sex with un- an underage prostitute if he was gay. I mean, he would have just had sex with underage men, right, if he was gay? Yeah. I mean, the man's a pedophile. Yeah. Putin said Thursday that Berlusconi is being tried because he lives with women. If he were a homosexual, no one would lift a finger against him. This is great. This, and this does is the, make me feel better. Th- yeah, it's a nice story. <laughs> this is the man causing world peace right now, which is very ironic. Well, yeah. that first girl that we saw that Berlusconi hooked up with, she was, she she looked 30. Yeah. Sure. She yeah. was, uh, these Italian women, I mean, they, they grow up pretty fast over there. Sure. If you ever watch, uh, Gamora, they, you know, it's, a, it's a different land over in Naples. <laughs> yeah. Naples indeed. I love it. And of course the Russians have the Olympic games coming in a year. 
Yeah. Putin is one of the most amazing characters. Of How all time. did they get the Olympics? No one knows. Because Putin is a wheeler and dealer, man. He is a wheeler and dealer. Chicago He's KGB. He knows it. everything about everyone. Right. Yeah. He's got the shit on people. He really does. They got the Olympics. They're, uh, they're more powerful than they have been since, like, what, 91, 92 when they collapsed. And they are worse than ever before. Yeah. They are, like, they threatened to put gay Olympians to death. And now we say that Berlusconi was only prosecuted not because he was a pedophile, but because he was straight. And in the same speech, he said, policies are being pursued that place uh, on the same level a multi-child family and a single-sex partnership, faith in God, and belief in Satan. Excesses of political correctness have reached the Satan. point. Satan. 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 I feel like Pat Robertson is just in the ear of Putin. Is Putin and Pat Robertson, are they getting together? Is he? Uh, is Pat Robertson's Putin, uh, is he uh, Putin's spiritual leader? God, I don't it know. It seems like they, some straight fucking 700 I, Club lunacy going on over there. I guarantee you when they were in the KBG, Putin probably put the research in to uh, make the AIDS ring that uh, Pat Robertson said that uh, gay people carry around. The AIDS ring. Have you heard about this, Eddie? Think they make you wear a ring if you have AIDS? No, no. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, I think no one else I think is a great idea. Anytime you read a story and you have to read the word Satan, you have to say it three times. Satan, Satan, Satan. Yeah, just yeah. like that. Pat Robertson delved into a discussion about AIDS during a recent episode of the 700 Club in which he suggested that infected individuals in cities like San Francisco purposefully infect others by cutting them with special rings. Oh, oh I see the come AIDS ring. I mean, you know. I don't think that he understands how homosexuals have sex, you know, because <laughs> they are different ways of getting AIDS other than cutting somebody with a ring. There's a much more fun way to deliver the uh, AIDS message. He says, you know what they do in San Francisco? Some in the gay community there, they want to get people. Uh-huh. So if they got the stuff, they'll have a ring. You shake hands and the ring's got a little thing where you cut your finger. Really? It's that kind of vicious stuff. Which would be the equivalent of murder. He's oh, great. Pat God. Robertson is so so phenomenal. It's just perfect that he thinks these thoughts and then he says them on television. That's really brilliant. And that woman, as he's gotten crazier, of course, he's with that uh, that black chick that he's uh, that he's always with. There, she's the no no. It's the other girl. It's that it's the elderly white uh, white gal. Oh. She just sits there and they just slowly watch him lose his mind and they're uh, you know getting a bunch of money from the dude. So they just kind of smile and nod. Gay people in San Francisco are fucking wonderful to each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they oh, have no, a good time is, overall. They're, uh, they're trying to infect straight people with AIDS. Oh, yeah. That's the that's the rub of the whole thing. That I wouldn't put past them. <laughs> <laughs> Tricky, wiry. Um, all right, everyone. Well, that's going to wrap up today's bloody episode of Top Hat. Thank you, Eddie, for being here. Always down to talk about death. Yep. With my two good friends, Ben and Marcus. That's right. Uh, We're always glad to have you. That's Burpee Marcus. Thank you for coming back, Marcus. I, I lost my mind without you. I know. I know. I missed you too, Ben. All I right. missed everyone. Oh. Right. Oh. We'll no. talk to you soon. Goodbye, everybody. I'm going to miss you so much. Susan Boyle, everyone. Susan Boyle. <laughs> oh.